G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. How often do you do something for someone and somehow they forget to say thank you? It's not that you did it so that they'd thank you or recognise you, but a simple thank you would have been nice, right? There's a lot of power in those two words, isn't there? Thank you. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today we're heading into the next message in this series called Are You a Blessing or a Burden? Thank you. Two very short, simple words. They cost nothing to say. And yet how often do you do something for someone and they simply don't say, thank you? We're going to check this out from a few different angles today. The whole thank you thing. Let's start with the pure self-interest. When someone does something for us, particularly when they didn't have to do it, particularly when they went out of their way to bless us, it seems to me to make an enormous amount of sense Simply to say thank you, because the chances are, if I do, they'll do something nice for me again. <laughs> I'm a typical male. They say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Women, let me tell you, they're absolutely right. When Jackie, my wife, goes to some trouble to cook a really nice meal, you know, the above and beyond kind of meal that you don't cook every day, it makes me feel so loved. I mean, really, I'm not being flippant. I feel really valued that she would go to so much trouble for me. And I always make a point, not just of saying thank you, but I make sure she understands how much I enjoyed it and how much I appreciated it and how valued I feel because she cooked that dinner for me. In fact, while we share the cooking around, she probably cooks a little bit more than me, I always thank her for cooking the meal. I want my Jackie to know what it meant to me and just quietly, I want her to cook me a meal again sometime real soon. So there's the first really pragmatic reason for saying thank you. You can chalk it up to self-interest, but it's not an unreasonable perspective. Yet there's a much deeper reason, a much better reason, why we should use the thank you words more frequently. Because when someone does something for us, it's more than just a simple act. They often put their heart and their soul into it. They often sacrifice a lot to do something for us. But most acts of service are an act of the heart. Not all but most. And so it makes an enormous amount of sense for us to make a heart connection with that person, don't you think? I want to share an interesting story with you today. It's a story I believe is true word for word. Of course, you may not, but humor me, because it's a story with a powerful message in it for you and for me about being a blessing rather than a burden, which is the very theme that we're exploring at the moment on the program. This story comes from the New Testament of the Bible, chapter 17 of the Gospel of Luke, beginning at verse 11. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Master, Jesus, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were all made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he'd been healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, 
Weren't ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go your way. Your faith has made you well. I know there are people who find believing that story a bit of a stretch. I'm not one of them. But if you are, I understand where you're coming from. So whatever you believe or don't believe, imagine with me for a moment that this story is true, that these ten lepers were healed. Leprosy is an awful disease, especially back in the first century, 2,000 years ago, when all this took place. There were no antibiotics, there were no immunisations, there were no treatments. People's bodies literally rotted away, covered in pus-filled sores. Eventually they died. And because it was thought to be contagious, lepers were ostracised. They couldn't live with their families, they couldn't live in the town or the city. They were consigned to living outside the safety of the city walls and gates amongst the rubbish. So it wasn't just a health thing. This disease has social, emotional and economic consequences, a terrible affliction. And here are these ten guys, all completely healed, not just of the disease, but of the ramifications of that disease, all that's lifted off their shoulders. Amazing! And only one out of ten comes back to say thank you. One in ten for such a huge blessing. Jesus noticed. He commented on it, wondering what happened to the other nine. But that one in ten hit rate of 2,000 years ago, I find, still holds pretty much true today. I answer a lot of questions that people send to me by email, speaking God's truth into some very difficult situations. It's something I take very seriously. I often take a long time over a response. Can I tell you, on average, about one in ten of those people will email me back to say thank you. Hey, it's not that we do it for the recognition. I'm sure you help people in your own way, given what you do and who you are, and you're probably experiencing the same thing. Hardly anyone ever says thank you. What's the matter with people? You ask yourself. Just like Jesus, what is the matter with people? We're talking this week about being a blessing or being a burden, being a giver or being a taker, being a part of the solution or part of the problem. And in this story about saying thank you, it seems to me that we can be a blessing even when we're on the receiving end of blessings from someone else, simply by saying thank you. Nothing grows a giver's heart more than feeling appreciated, because after all, the reason they did what they did for you was to bless you. And a genuine, heartfelt thank you completes the feedback loop. It lets them know that the blessing that they intended hit the mark, that the effort that they went to was worthwhile because it made a difference. It did what they were wanting to achieve. Hey, that feeling is what's going to cause them to bless you again and cause other people to be blessed by them as well. Most times, we don't think too much about this stuff, do we? But it's true. Thank you is one of the most powerful blessings that we can ever give because it grows the giver's hearts and blesses them in return. Thank you. I wonder as we live our lives, how often we thank God for all that he's done and all that he's doing for us. I suspect if we were able to tune into the prayers of people across the globe, I I reckon we'd hear a whole bunch more grumbling and complaining than we'd hear thankfulness. Oh, God! How can you let this happen to me? Oh, God, how long is this going to go on? Oh, God, I can't take it anymore. And okay, people do go through tough times. We do struggle, and that's fine, and it's good to be honest with God. We don't have to put on a face or pretend with God. He wants us to be honest. 
but he also wants us to be thankful. Have a listen to this. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do you pick up what God is saying to you and to me about when we should be thankful? Under what circumstances we should be thankful? Is it just when things are going well? Is it just when we've been blessed? Is it just when we're healthy and feeling great and the sun's shining? And No. Give thanks in all circumstances. All circumstances. I'll say it a third time. All circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Because in every situation, in every circumstance that we travel through, we're in God's hands. He planned everything. He knew about all of them. None of the things we're going through is a surprise to God. And he is in every place with us, encouraging us, helping us, comforting us. That's his promise. That's why I put my trust in Jesus, because he is trustworthy. And that's why I give thanks, even when I really don't feel like it. Even when the stuff going on in my life doesn't seem to warrant thanks. Even when it feels like the gates of hell have opened up against me. It's my way of blessing God, because, hey, he is such an awesome blessing to me. God, thank you. One of the most powerful ways that you can share the life-changing love of God through Jesus Christ is to be a blessing to others. Now, that's an easy concept to pull up next to, but actually doing that, actually being that blessing, especially in those difficult relationships, well, that can be a whole lot harder. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Three Ways to Be a Blessing, and it's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you do exactly that, be a blessing rather than a burden. You can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.